The wait is over. DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL, is officially live in Ohio. Now you can legally bet on all your favorite sports anytime and anywhere right here in Ohio with DraftKings. For a limited time, new customers who sign up with code CONTEST will receive $200 in bonus bets instantly. DraftKings has the best features including same-game parlays, player props, and more with fast and easy payouts right at your fingertips. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. New customers can use code CONTEST to get $200 in bonus bets instantly when you place a $5 bet on anything. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code CONTEST. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER 21 and over and physically present in Ohio. Valid one offer per first-time depositors who have not already redeemed $200 in free bets via pre-launch offer. Minimum $5 deposit and wager. $200 issued as bonus bets. Eligibility restrictions apply. See dkng.co slash oh for terms. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. This podcast is a part of the Dragon Suplex Podcast Network. Find us wherever you get your podcasts and visit us at chopskicksandnearfalls.com for daily articles about wrestling from around the globe. Hello ladies, gentlemen and everybody inside and outside of the gender spectrum and welcome back to Stardom Quest, the best weekly stardom podcast anywhere in the world. I am as always Alex and I am joined by Dylan. Hi Dylan. Hey Alex. Um, I, I had a, an eventful day yesterday I'm, I'm, so I'm kind of tired today. I did not have my monster. I do however have a cookie from Brookside. Um, Brookside Market, it's really good. Um, and I also have chocolate milk, so that's pretty cool. Um, I'm loaded up on sugar. I have no caffeine though, so let's see how how this goes. Um, we are of course the God Complex Network. Um, that's our that's our new name. I don't know if you guys knew about that. Uh, but um, <laughs> you know, we both have you know sort of underlying God complexes. Not as bad as most people on 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 you know pro wrestling Twitter, but it's up there. So you know, we're, we're cool. We're cool. Okay. Um. I didn't expect to be called out like that, but only you know. only people only people with god complexes would start two podcasts, Alex. Like one's one's one thing, but two, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, you have a point. <laughs> you do have a point. <laughs> um, all right, well, <laughs> on on from that, I, uh, the we will look at the news from from Stardom. Uh, Stardom's announced basically their entire uh, lineup of shows for this month. Um, the main matches that have been announced is that on the 10th of July, uh, Siri versus Unagi Sayaka will take place for the SWA Undisputed World Women's Championship. 
uh, on July 21st in Hokkaido, Tam Nakano will defend her uh, Wonder of Stardom Championship against Starlight Kid. Uh, the very next day, also in Hokkaido, ALK will defend the Goddess Tag Belts against Aphrodite. And on the 17th of July, Mina Shirakawa will meet Unagi Sayaka in a rematch for the Future of Stardom Championship. In the main event of that show, Mayu Ubutani will take on five members of Oedo Tai. If Mayu Ubutani wins that match, then Starlight Kid gets to do as she pleases. And that worries me, but we will not talk about that this week because I cannot deal with that dread. But yeah, that's all the news. A lot of title matches. A lot of surprising title matches. I couldn't find much information on the place they're running in Hokkaido, but I'm imagining it's a big venue if they're giving it two fairly big title matches. Yeah, it was it was sort of shocking because I remember last time they went to Hokkaido, they got like 200 in the building. And it was a small building, so that was a fine sell, but like still small, especially this was 2019. It's the last time I particularly remember them going to Hokkaido. So... I, I hope it's bigger because if they're throwing out all of these matches, it, it probably should be, you know, on, on the bigger side. I know New Japan actually is throwing out a lot of matches in Sapporo too. Um, like the big Naito Sonata tag match they threw in Sapporo or are throwing in Sapporo. I, I, I should probably, you know, figure that out because I, I'm supposed to cover it. Um, that So I get like that Sapporo is probably like a hotter spot this year because they haven't been able to go up there much over covid um but hopefully they draw a decent crowd and they have a decent building and all that jazz um yeah so uh saki's just gonna revival her it's gonna be really depressing mayu oh yeah we're let's listen no i know (laughs) i know i just want to say i want to say early prediction no chance that that doesn't suck Early Royal, prediction so. is Mayu gets all four members out, and then Saki's like, "Haha, revival." Or Mayu wins, buries all the way to tie, and then Kid's like, "Nah, I'm good, bro. I'm I'm good where I am. You 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 do do you do you you do you." It's, yeah, it's gonna suck. It's gonna be terrible. Yeah. Um. Do you know what venue it is that uh, New Japan runs in Sapporo? No, I do not. No. Uh, I've. Yeah, I don't actually. Yeah, because I've seen like the, it doesn't seem like because the venue for Stardom is the Sapporo Ewan Ewan Stadium, E W A N, and I I know that's an English word, but I still cannot pronounce it. So um, E W A N, yeah. no, that's just Ewan. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's listen, Dublin accents uh, don't don't work very well with with Ewans, but um. <laughs> Yeah, as far as I know, there's just like even Cage Match never has an event there, so I have no idea what the general size of that venue is for wrestling. Um, and I can't even eyeball it because the picture that they have is just of like the very front at an angle. Um, so we'll just have to wait and see, I suppose, and hope that Stardom isn't just giving away these uh, massive matches in the middle of nowhere. But uh, I suppose with that, we should get on to the review. Uh, which isn't much of a review because this show happened yesterday. Um, but there, did, there are three matches up, so you know, and it was an eventful show. So let's just dive right into it, huh? Mm. I have a cookie in my yeah. mouth. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I'm gonna keep this going. Hey, if, if if people if people find it funny when I eat cookies, that just gives me an excuse to eat more cookies. Like, it's a win-win here. Except for you, you just have to deal with me eating cookies all the time on on air. To think Parker chose you over me, anyway. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, in yeah, the opener, did. in the opener of this uh show, oh, I should mention first, uh, this was 
uh, a show on July 6th. It was the Cinderella Summer Tour 2021 in Tokyo. Uh, this was at Cork and Hall, and they drew 435 fans. It was a pre- pretty decent number, given it was two days after uh, their last pay-per-view. And in the opener, uh, Fukigen Death uh, beat, I believe it was Hina yes. instead of Rina, and uh, Lady C. Yes. Yes. Um, I didn't get to watch this one. Uh, I saw posted a very funny spot where uh, yeah. Fukigen was smoking her cigar, and Lady C was like, dude, there's a kid here. Stop it. <laughs> That's yeah. amazing. I was going to say, it, it would have been like your favorite spot of like, the past month literally so death started doing the the cigarette spot and lady c like pushes her and it's like she's underage and, and like stomps out the cigarette and it's like it's it's in the, it's invisible and it was fucking hilarious i laughed my ass off and i don't even like i'm not particularly fond of the smoking spot i think it's funny but like i know you find it fucking hilarious so i imagine you would love that spot um it was really good it was really funny that's great um it was a yeah. it was a fun it was a it was an overall like it had a lot of good comedy in it. Um, Lady C was once again tall. Um, her and her and Death did the big boot spot where Death's leg literally doesn't even like reach anything, and Lady C just boots him. Like it's it's uh, good spots. Um, good 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 match. Um, Death won with the O'Connor roll on uh, Hina. That all sounds amazing. Yes. Um, yeah, I'll definitely go back and watch that when I can. Um, the next match on the show was Momo and Abe and Micah wrestling to a 15-minute draw. Uh, I did get to watch this one. It's It was really good. Like, it wasn't an amazing match, um, but it was just really, really strong and definitely one that you can go out of your way and to watch because it's just a nice 15 minutes. Uh, Momo was on her bullshit. She was an absolute bitch. And as yeah. we know, bitchy Momo is the best Momo. Y'all know me. I love a good bitch. And uh, Momo... <laughs> Uh, in bitch mode. Why not? I don't know. It just like like at first I was like, yeah, you know, you can keep going, but it's like, oh, I don't know. Just the third time just hit a little differently. Okay. All right. I mean, listen, people know of my adoration of bad bitches. Okay, it is it is how it goes. Um, but yeah, Momo was at peak bad bitch mode. And yes. that made this really good. Uh, Micah was Micah was great. Uh, I can't believe there was a point where I was like, "Ah, oh, yeah, Micah's all right," because she's just like so good with everyone. She's really good. Um, and yeah, like I, I really enjoyed this match. Uh, Micah tried to get Momo to shake her hand a few times, and Momo like kicked her hand away and then slapped her after the match. So Momo is definitely uh, embracing her being a prick, and I guess because she doesn't want to join DDM even though Micah has shown no interest in, in getting Momo to DDM. Um, yes, you did. Wait, did you watch the pre-match? I might have tuned that out. She literally said, we have been having our eyes on you for a while, Momo. I oh. will get you I will get you onto our side one day. Like So, yeah, every all of DDM okay. is, is pro-Momo at this point. Except for Jumbo is the only person that hasn't been fond of her um, ever. I think. Oh no, she hasn't been around, so you can't really comment on that. Um, yeah, this was a great match. Um, I really enjoyed it. It was um as as a as a stardom historian that I am, it followed like the inverse um formula that they followed last year when they had their matches. Um, because last year Micah was sort of like the asshole who was just extremely aggressive and was just like taking Momo out at every turn. And this time around, Momo was doing that, and I think it was probably their best match together. Um, it was really really good. Um, 
Micah ended up getting the advantage at the end. She got the um, Enka Toshi honor um, as the bell rung. So, yeah, Micah, uh, yeah, Momo's not doing great. Like, every 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 show that we get closer to the five-star, I'm just like, she's going to she's gonna end with four points. Like, she's, like, <laughs> at, like, at first, at first I was like, oh, well, you know, maybe she'll get to the, to the finals against Julia. And I was like, oh, well, Julia's, Julia's and her are on the same block. So that won't happen. But, you know, maybe she'll, like, you know, be, maybe her and Julia's match will be, like, the last show. And, like, that will be, like, the big, oh, who advances and then Julia wins. Like, oh, maybe. And then it's like, oh, well, you know, may, maybe she'll, maybe she'll end with, like, eight. You know, eight's, eight's respectable. Maybe, you know, like, six or eight. And I was like, maybe she beats Mina. Maybe I I guess I don't I don't know like that that's where I'm at now. Um, <laughs> I'm hoping that um, for more, but uh, yeah, ev- every show we get closer, I just get less and less um, you know, hopeful for Momo's five star run. But I am excited to see all of our matches because Momo in singles matches is, ah, chef's kiss. Yes, um, I'm not really sure why you're worried. I feel like she's been made to look pretty strong in general like i know she drew this match and she drew with unagi but i mean she basically beat the shit out of unagi like i mean she was gonna win that match had it gone any longer and i feel like she would have won this match as well had it gone a small bit longer so it's like she isn't winning these matches yeah but it's not like she's taking constant losses like i feel like she is gonna do a lot better maybe than people are expecting and i don't really know why but i just i have that good feeling where i'm like this could be like momo's year like she could do a really good run this year and i don't know why i feel that but i just feel like it's not a coincidence that they've been a bit more protective of her lately uh they've let her really embrace her uh major prick energy again she has the you know the darker hair back i'm just kind of like i feel like there's something brewing there that i don't i don't really know why but i just feel like it's gonna happen um so i don't know um okay so I, I appreciate your points. Um, so two two things. One, do you think Momo leaves Queen's Quest in the next like six months? Um, it's possible. I think. I don't. I don't think I like that. Honestly, like I like. I don't know. It's it's one of those things where it's like, it's like if Mayu left Stars. Like it, it yeah. just wouldn't feel right. You know, what I mean, like Azumi leaving Queen's Quest would be like Kid leaving Stars, where it's like, oh, that feels odd, but you know, it, it's it's like a jarring decision that you know could work out or it can not, or it cannot work out. But I feel like Momo, like her entire identity since she betrayed Jungle fucking seven years ago or whatever, has been Queen's Quest. So it's like it. I just don't see it. Plus, her going to DDM would not be beneficial for anybody because it would just put, what, like Jumbo, Micah, and Natsupoy further down? Or it would put Momo in a worse position than she is now? Like, it, like I don't think that would really be beneficial for anybody. But I wouldn't be surprised if they do it because, you know, um, Momo having, like, a identity crisis would be kind of interesting. Um, like, because she's not the leader anymore or whatever. But I don't like that she should fall on leave. That's just my opinion, though. Um, and... Momo's five star. I don't know why. I I think I think the fucking I think the time limit draws is what's making it so weird to predict the five star. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Because it's like Micah 
Unagi and Momo are not on the same level as each other, but within the past two weeks, theoretically, in singles matches, they are. You know what I mean? So it's like, how do you... Like, even though they're not, they are. And even though... Like, it, it's, it's fucking weird, where it's like, I don't think Unagi, Momo, and Micah will all have the same amount of points by the end of the five-star, and they shouldn't, realistically. But, like, there's no real, like way to gauge that anymore because there's no real wins like and people don't really win a lot of matches against each other unless it's like a very like out of nowhere sort of win you know what i mean like a roll up or like i don't know i i maybe i'm just weird i don't know i should stop talking i mean i did think that this match should have had a winner and i don't normally say that like i've accepted the draws at this stage like i don't really care but i feel like this match would have definitely served a bigger story a lot better if there had been a winner to me um yeah. even if that was just micah winning to you know give momo some you know a kick in the ass that she needs to maybe set off on a, a big run or if momo won and was like yeah fuck you i don't need ddm like i i don't care about the draw but i feel like they almost could have serviced uh some of their bigger stories better had somebody won this match um, yeah it's just established a bit of a a tier thing but um Plus, Micah, like, Micah beating Momo would be very inoffensive because, like, that's been one of the things is that Micah just has Momo's number and she's always mm -hmm. had Momo's number. So it's like if Micah beat her, it, I don't think in, I don't think anybody would think, oh, Momo sucks. Like, Momo is clearly, like, because for one, nobody thinks that regardless of if she wins or loses. But even so, specifically to Micah, like, it would mean very little if she lost to Micah. You know, I mean, it would mean something in the storyline, but it wouldn't mean, like, oh, wow, she's lower than I was even expecting. It's more like, oh, Micah's had her number literally every single time that they've wrestled each other. I, I, I don't understand why they had to go with the draw on this one, but, I mean, we're getting this one the five-star again, I'm pretty sure, um, if I'm not mistaken. So... You know, maybe we'll get one there. I, I continue to forget the blocks. Like, yeah, I look too. at them, and then I'm like, oh, yeah, that's cool. And then I completely forget. <laughs> so um, let me check the... Uh, I Wait, don't think no, they're Mike the same in... block. Yeah, yeah no, Mike, Mike is in, in Tommy's block. Yeah. Okay, so we're not going to get this one again. Um, no. We definitely definitely should have gotten a winner then. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Momo actually faces three people from DDM, which is pretty mm -hmm. interesting in that overarching storyline. Anyway, we always spend way too long talking about Momo. Um, the next match on this show was uh, Ali Kaba versus Roraka and uh, Konami. Uh, Julia won because Roraka decided to choke a bitch out, and that was great. Um, Ali Kaba's entrance was strange. Did you see it? They were just like throwing things yeah. at the crowd, and Julia looked confused as to who she was meant to give it to so she ended up just like giving them to random people and so their entrance was really long they were like they were just running around the, the arena throwing things at people and i was just like what is like what are they I, i'm interested in what they were giving people that's all like i'm just very nosy and would like to know what it was they were handing out um, i'm wondering very, very fun. what this tag team is even going for at this point because like they they used to be like you know like uh the gi joe type and they used to be like, mm -hmm. you know, just the not street fighters, but like that the street gear and like that was very much the and now they're like Daft Punk, but they also said that they are Beethoven and fucking uh, mm -hmm. like I uh, like and they're they're orange. The eye, they have an eye. They like they, they really like eyes. I don't like I don't know where they like what they decided to do here. 
at all with with Ali Kaba. Like it's, and then you know, then they 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 you know visually lost to a child. Um, that was like, yeah, I could pin you, but yeah. So it's it's weird, weird, weird stuffs going on. Indeed, I I like Ali Kaba. They're just they're just doing their thing, living their life, uh, bopping to Siri's theme, and I I really can't blame them. Um, yeah, yeah th- this match was actually better than I expected, and I don't really know why. Um, I I I didn't expect good good stuff because obviously any match with Julia, Ruaka, Siri, and Konami is likely to be quite good, but I just didn't really expect this to be. Um, but yeah, Julia and Ruaka are fantastic together. Like their chemistry grows every single match like they're they're so awesome together and i'm disappointed that they're in uh, different blocks in the gp because i would love a gp match between them two um but yeah like they carried the majority of this match uh siri and konami weren't like invisible though like they did get to get in and do some spots uh there were some there was some nice grappling some nice kicks uh stuff like that and yeah overall this was just a pretty fun tag match that you know exceeded expectations the main point is that uh Rocka looked to have a visual win over julia when she hit the refrigerator bomb and then was just like nah i'm gonna choke her out um which i liked a lot more than you i was like that is ice cold like you're just like i don't care if i can win i want to choke you out <laughs> like i don't brother, know but... brother that ain't cold that's stone cold you have you seen that promo it just went around Twitter where it's like the first time that's that Steve Austin ever said the word stone cold. And it was like kind of cringy, but also kind of like badass in a weird way. Like it was, it was one percent of both. And he was like, that ain't cold. That's stone cold. And it, it was, it was, it was great. Yeah. So stone cold, um, Ruaka, it, that doesn't work. It doesn't work. <laughs> yeah. Um, but- yeah, no, I, I liked it though. I think, um, a waiter tie kind of needed this to, to really, showcase that they are still a threat without a way, uh without Natsuko Tora because I mean Konami was just like well I guess we're just going to use the pipe now and uh they they went straight back to being absolute menaces which I appreciated I don't know usually I'm a bit down on DQ finishes but this time I was just like you know what that was pretty cool like that was just chaotic and I appreciate it I don't like it because I feel like the DQ finishes have increased since the five star has been coming up and I, the one thing I hate in wrestling more than possibly anything in, in storyline, in wrestling storyline than anything, is DQ finishes in tournaments. Fucking hate that shit. Like, it is so, mm-hmm. like, it, it, like, one of my favorite tournaments of all time is the G1 Climax in 2018. And the singular thing that I despised about that tournament was Bullet Club just being like, nah, we're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna get DQ'd. We're gonna, yeah, we're gonna do that this entire time, and it was just terrible. And it's like that's just like my least favorite fucking trope is that's like, I get like not caring about like matches in general, but like, I don't know, like like tournaments have this sort of like, I don't know, I just don't like it. It's it's one of those things that are very specific. That's like, ugh, that annoys me. And I'm worried that um, a lot of real cause matches in the tournament is gonna be like, haha, I'm gonna hit you with the bag. And it's just gonna be like, oh, fun. You're doing it again. Cool. I mean, as an arc for Ruaka, it's it's pretty decent. Like, uh, if she was just going and wrestle, she'd get like two points. But I mean, if she's gonna get those two points by just being a menace, then I feel like it's better than her just 
losing. I don't know. Mm. I still don't like it. That's fair. Yeah, I can't, I can't uh, make you like it. I don't even know why I liked this one, because generally I don't. But I was just like, you know what, today this just felt right. <laughs> um, so, you know, that it is what it is. Um, but that's the f last match that's been uploaded, uh, at least as of this recording. Uh, knowing Stardom, they probably have uploaded the other three in the last ten minutes because they mm -hmm. are insane. But um, the next match on this show was the stars team of Mayu Iwatani, Hanan, and Kagama beating the Awedotai team of Starlight Kid, Rina, and Saki Kashima uh, when Mayu pinned Saki Kashima with the Moonsault. After the match, uh, that, that was when uh, Awedotai challenged Mayu to the 5-on-1 handicap match. Uh, Mayu basically was like, yo, like this all-out war isn't over. I know I won this match, but you guys still have Kid. This war isn't, isn't ending anytime soon. And so Konami, who is, I guess, the de facto leader uh, in Tora's absence, was like, well, you could wrestle all of us. And if you win, we'll let Kid do whatever she wants. And the the you know, I think that's an important detail is to let kid do whatever she wants because um the English Stardom Twitter account was like oh so if Stars wins they get Starlight Kid back and I was like well in the fine print I don't think that's what happens like I don't think that's what a way to tie said and I think that's going to be something where if Mayu does win that match which she probably shouldn't um memes aside where her going full John Cena and beating all of them would be very funny um. She probably shouldn't win that match, and if she does, then I'm worried that Kid will just be like, "Yeah, no, nah, I kind of want to stay here." So, Sarah's like, "Sorry about that." This sucks. Yeah. They're doing it far too early. So I think I think Mayu. We we both agree that we think Mayu's probably winning the white belt in the next few months, right? Maybe not a few months, but like in future history, like pretty. And like, she's probably the next. The yeah, next that, yeah, that's the best way you could say it. Yeah, probably taking it off of Tam. Once she gets the white belt in like six months, I think this match would be interesting. Because then it's like, oh, Tam, like, not Tam, Kid's been in um, Oedo Tai for a bit now. You know, like, she, she has sort of, like, cemented herself into this role. She's either succeeded or she hasn't succeeded. And Mayu's like, okay, I've gotten better. I've, you know, I've regrouped. I've gotten out of the slump that she is still in. Self-admittedly, still in a terrible slump where she is losing everything. Like one, she's like, "I'm out of that now. I'm I'm doing better. I'm a white belt champion. I can do anything to get my friend back." Um, especially if Jungle Kion is there, then it's like, "Oh, we can do anything to get our our you know our family back." And then they're like, "Oh, well, you have to face all of us at once." And then they win, and then it would be like, "Oh, well, what does Starlight Kid do now?" Because it's like. Nobody thinks Starlight Kid is going to, you know, change gimmick completely and then two weeks later be like, yeah, I'm going back. Because that just doesn't make sense and it wouldn't make sense from a character standpoint. Nothing of it is is good. None of it makes sense at all. So six months from now, if, if Mayu is, you know, Wonder Champion and, you know, Jungle's back, maybe Isaiah's even back by then, like, that's when they should be truly fighting for Kid back. I don't, I don't think that they need to be fighting for Kid back right now. But then again, Mai's probably just going to lose, and then Kid's going to stay in Oedo Tai for a while, and then what I'm saying is going to happen. I think that would be best-case scenario. Overall, very stupid match to book in the timing that they did. 
Yeah, I feel like I, I, I'm kind of going to wait until it happens to really judge it too harshly. I feel like, to me, I'm worried that there's a couple of obvious directions that they could take that I think wouldn't sit well with me. Um, but I do think the overall point of that match will be to, to further Starlight Kid. Um, I think it'll be a further push for her towards the dark side. Uh, you know, maybe one last kind of big okay, yeah, she is definitely evil now ahead of, uh, you know, her white belt match and her GP run. So I feel like this isn't going to be the match where Mayu wins her back, but it's it's just another step in, in furthering Kid's story and kind of maybe elevating her because I think if she were to, deter, you know, cost Mayu the match, then that would be like top heel instantly. <laughs> you know what I mean? To me, yeah, anyway. Yeah, they later. could do the the Golden Lover spot. Where like kid like gets up on the either well it depends because I, I I really like the the one not the actual gun love spots but the spot in AJ Kota Ibushi where Kenny just sort of like gets up and like goes to attack and then it's like ah oh, shit uh, mm. like I think that's a good spot to take from maybe not in this match but mm-hmm. I think that that would be an interesting like I don't know there there's the kid Mayu dynamic has a lot to like grab from it's it's a really good dynamic and it's really organic the way that over the years is just sort of how it was like you know like mayu and, and kid were you know go hand in hand like it's a mini me type of thing that like there's so much they can do here and i i like you said we should probably wait and see but the five on one just felt like such a like you know big like oh well like you're gonna have to overcome the odds and to some degree she's going to have to overcome some odds and i don't think she should be overcoming those odds against the way to tie yet i think that's my point i suppose i think the the match has over the top uh elimination rules so i think yeah. we can just see her throw a couple of the kids over the top rope and then you know have the final confrontation be her and saki kashima if there's anyone I trust to do a match like that, it's Mayu Watani. You know, I, I I've seen her before yeah, pull off miraculous cell jobs um, in in babyface spots. So I think she can make it work. I think but, um, I think it's it's wild that like the fact that Mayu is like far and away one of the greatest wrestlers of all time isn't discussed enough even by us because she just is. You know what I mean? Like she's just very randomly one of the the best wrestlers period <laughs> so it's like it's like sometimes you forget it because like she is in a slump of like oh i'm losing all the time oh what the fuck am i doing like oh like and it's like sort of like noticeable at this point where it's like she literally has nothing to like lean on like like Kagama's great but like she has no person to lean on she has no story like no like character like strength she's just existing right now and not doing a great job of it that's like sometimes like you'll just watch like her wrestle and it'll be like damn she she's like the greatest seller like ever and one of the best wrestlers in in the world period like in the past 50 like she's insane and sometimes you sort of forget that and it's like yeah she can make anything good so i i should have more confidence in her that you should but uh we should continue on uh before we I let this episode go too long because we don't want two uh, hour plus episodes in one week. Um, the Fair. main event of the show was the Artists of Stardom Championship match. Uh, the Cosmic Angels trio uh, defended against Saya Kamatani, Utami Hayashishta, and Azumi. Uh, Tam pinned Azumi with the Tiger Suplex hold. Uh, the reign of the Cosmic Angels is never ending. 
can we call it a reign of terror now? I think it's I think it's time. I think, I think so. Yeah, time if, to, if you want, if you want, designated a reign of terror. Oh my days, bro, dude. So Utami earlier, um, before the show happened, she said Queen's Quest Summer starts today, and then every member of Queen's Quest did not win, and Momo almost got pinned. Like every member, like everybody in Queen's Quest lost or almost got pinned. Like would have gotten pinned if it was a 15 minute and 10 seconds time limit. But besides the point, Queen's Quest Summer has not started, unfortunately. Um, and Cosmic Angels Summer is continuing. Why? Because uh, I don't know, man. I'm just sad. I think at this stage they are probably gonna have the Angels uh, overtake DDM as the longest reigning Artist of Stardom champions ever. Uh, they're only about 60 days off of that record, so they might as well see it through at this stage, I guess, and solidify the Angels as the best trio in Stardom history. Um, I I wouldn't really do this, because they are running back the uh, Cosmic Angels versus Mahime Poi match, which we've already seen. Mahime Poi has to win. They have to win. They should, yeah. I, I think they probably will. It's probably taking place after the GP or like in the middle of the GP, but uh, I would imagine that the, the Mahime Poi will win, um, especially if it's after the Angels uh, surpass the record. But yeah, I feel like they've just almost been in limbo with these belts because it's like the Cosmic Angels are defending them, but you know that they would just be better off without them and they should offload them to move on to something else because... This just isn't working um, for me anyway, but, you know, that's just us. Uh, I know Cosmic Angels do have their fans, and there are, there is obviously reasons that they are presented so strongly. I just feel like there's better ways to go about it than having them, you know, hold these belts forever, uh, even though they've already broken the defense record. But um, at this stage, why not just give them the, the uh, longest title reign record as well, just to put the cherry on top there. I hate it here. <laughs> yeah, um, I'm gonna, I'm interested to see how that match goes though, because the last Cosmic Angels uh, offense against the Queen's Quest team was really really good, because Queen's Quest obviously just fucking rock. Um, so I'm interested to see how that match went. Uh, but you know, I, I imagine it'll be the same as most other Cosmic Angels trio matches, because they don't really have a lot of change in them, you know. But yeah. we'll have to wait and see. I won't judge it too early. Um, I'll definitely check it out and see what it's like. But with that, uh, we should get on to the preview. Uh, the first show to preview was on, or is on the 10th of July. Uh, this is Cinderella Summer Tour 2021 in Osaka from the Edion Osaka Arena number two. In the opener, we have Mina Shirakawa versus Azumi versus Saki Kashima, um, which is a fairly... Nice change from the typical Lady C three ways to open these shows. Um, I imagine Saki Kashima will revival somebody because Saki Kashima is booked stronger than most everybody. Is it is it biased to say I think Azumi should win this one? Because yes. I feel like I feel like Azumi hasn't pinned anybody in like she, she... won at Yokohama. Oh yeah, she did. <laughs> That's true. Wait, fucking, I'm, I'm, wait. Oh shit, yeah, she did. That did happen. Well, that was, that was, that was a child. She hasn't been an adult in, in 
God knows how long. Did she, she pin Kagama? A child. Did she? Did she pin Kagama that one time? Uh, she I don't yet? think so. No. Yeah, she hasn't been beaten a, a, an adult in a, a very long time. She, um, I don't know. She needs a win. I, I think she could use. A, yeah. I think she could pin Mina, and I don't think anybody would care. She could be. She can pin Saki. I don't know. She could pin like just let her win something, please. Um, maybe. Um, the next match on the show though is Tam Nakano versus Konami. Um, I assume this is going to a draw. Um, do not think this will be good at all. I do. I don't see them meshing well in any way. Uh, Konami is great. Tam on her day is great, but Tam and Konami. Uh, yeah, I don't think so. Yeah, so, sorry, this is completely off topic. Last time Azumi pinned somebody was, pinned an adult, was April. Okay. It's three months ago, Alex. But, like, she has her high-speed trickery. She can pin people whenever. Like, she exactly, so why, so why, why doesn't she pin people more often? That's my question. Because she doesn't need to. Shut up. <laughs> you and Scott, I'm just like, Momoa's fucking stink. They should lose every match, and you two hate me. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, she, I have, I have, yeah, I have double checked my notes. Um, at least from what I have watched, I have not seen her pin somebody that wasn't Ruaka in, in four or three, three months, in three months. So I'm very, I'm very upset. Um, she should pin somebody. That's okay. Um, what are your thoughts on this Konami Tamnakana match? Do you echo mine in that it is going to be very bad because they do not gel well at all, or do oh, you? No, yeah, it's going to be a different mindset. No, it's going to be it's going to be really okay. bad because not only do they not gel well, but also um, this isn't a pay per view, so Tamnakano is not a good wrestler. <laughs> and like, like again, like this this is no disrespect because she's the smartest wrestler on the roster, but she just does not wrestle. On, on house shows. Like, she doesn't do it. Uh, so, this is going to be bad. Mm -hmm. I wonder what the finish is, though, because Konami, you know, drew with Utami, so that's a pretty big deal, but I don't know if she draws with Tam. She probably does. It's, it's stardom. Yeah. They will just do a draw. Um, the next match on this show is actually an interesting one. Uh, Mayu Utani and Kagama against Raka and Starlight Kid. I'm interested to see how this goes. I think it could be a good match as well, depending on how they do it. Um, you know, I, I trust Mayu and Kagama. They've become one of my favorite tag teams very quickly. And uh, this new kid just entertains me so much uh, so far. So I imagine this would be pretty good. I don't know who wins. Maybe this will be a DQ, and we might see Kid show some hesitance to, like, you know, put across this thing of like, oh, maybe she isn't all in on the way to tie stuff, but um, maybe they'll just get a DQ and she will simply choke Mayu the fuck out. Yeah, I don't, I don't know, man. That, that's the thing is that it's like I don't know like how fast or how slow they're going for this, um, for this entire storyline in general. Cause it's we're all like, in now. Yeah, I don't think. Like, uh, I don't know. Um, I think it could be. I I wouldn't be surprised if Roka simply. Uh, beat somebody with a fucking bag or whatever it is she uses. 
That's fair. The box. That's what I was thinking too. The box. Blue box. Yeah. Yeah, blue box. That kind of looks like a luggage bag, but you know, (laughs) whatever. Yeah. Uh, The next match on the show is the Queen's Quest team of Momo Watanabe, Sai Kamatani, and Utami Hayashishita taking on the Donna Del Mondo duo of Julia and Micah with uh, Lady C. Um, So. This could be interesting. I feel like Lady C is in that phase where Rocco was in after the heel turn where she isn't exactly up to speed with these like high-paced six-woman tags. But, you know, uh, obviously ex- getting experience in them will only help her improve. And um, her dynamic with Micah is pretty cute, so I think that might be nice to see. Um, but yeah, I, I guess this one could be good, but I, I would worry just by them having Lady C in there that it might, you know, put a ceiling on it. Yeah. Um, another another case of I don't know how fast or how slow they're going with the storyline because this one could, like, in, have, like, um, implicate... Okay, this is completely off topic. I'm I'm sorry. Again, um, there's that two out of three falls match later in the month. Who is that between? Do you remember? It's Queen's Quest on DDM. I don't know who the six are. Do you think... Oh, wait, no, yeah, I don't think Momo's in it, actually. Okay, never mind, we'll talk about that when it comes. Um, But, again, I I think it's another case of, like, I wonder what the implications with the storyline is, how fast or how slow. I don't think Momo goes to DDM fucking next week, obviously, but it's interesting to see them um, fight again. And, yeah, I I think Lady C going in the main event is definitely an interesting... Or not even main event, but you get what I mean. Um, Wait, is this the main event? No. No, it is not the main event. So, yeah, yeah, we have to deal with fucking Kozen, I forgot. Um, But, yeah, so her being in, like, these bigger matches is definitely a, a bright spot. I'm very excited about it. I think her teaming with Micah is probably when she gets her first win over somebody. I'm not sure who yet, but I'm really excited to see that. Um, Overall, yeah, I enjoy I enjoy all the people in this match. I think it'll be good. Uh, But, like you said, uh, Lady C might be a step behind, and it might negatively affect the match. But, you yeah, know, it is what it is. Indeed. Um, in the main event of the show, though, uh, the SWA World Championship is on the line as Siri defends against Unagi Sayaka. Um, I'm very excited to see this one because Siri is simply going to beat the shit out of Unagi. Uh, Siri has been on her game for the past two months and she just does not miss. And I'm very excited to see what she does here with Unagi. Um, I mean, Unagi has that good match with Momo there, so I feel like if they copy that kind of dynamic, then this could be a pretty good main event. Yeah, um, I hope that it, it is a mix of Momo versus Unagi, um, Julia versus Unagi, and Mayu versus Unagi all in one, um, where Unagi just gets the shit kicked out of her. Um, that that would make my day. Very much so. And it's not that we uh, we hate Unagi, it's just she sells that shit so well. Like She's, she's amazing at it. She's like 17 times better at selling than she is at, like, offense so she just if she just gets beat up i'm happy fair enough um that is that show though the next show to preview is on the 11th of july and uh, this is the cinderella summer tour 2021 in hamamatsu it's in uh, the act city hamamatsu exhibition event hall uh the opener is mina shirakawa versus micah uh, i presume micah will get the win there uh feels like she's above mina in the pecking order um that just makes sense to me I hope she wins. Cause, he should. I don't know. Micah, like, 
a lot of wrestlers on the on the roster are sort of like in limbo, and I think that they need a couple singles wins going into the five star, like one or two even. Like I think Konami could definitely use a singles win against somebody, you know. Like I don't know, maybe not because it's giving away five star matches, but it just would be smart to give like a Micah a win, a singles win. Yeah. So yeah, I, I understand that. Um... It, I definitely, like, I don't think they would have this go to a draw, not the opener anyway. Um, I don't think they need to protect Mina like that, so I could I could definitely easily see them give Micah a win. Yeah. Plus, Micah was Future's champion a year ago, so it's like she has grown from that spot that Mina is currently in, so it would be a good, a smart, you know, way to do it. Definitely. Um, the next match on the show, then, is uh, the return of the Lady C three-way uh, Lady C versus Suri versus Utami Hayashishita. Uh, I feel like it's going to be similar to the uh, Momo versus Suri versus Lady C match where Suri and Utami just kind of beat each other up and Lady C is like, hey, I'm here, don't forget me. And uh, mm-hmm. then they will beat her up together. Um, so that should be pretty fun. Yeah, I definitely I definitely think so. Maybe um, Lady C like aligns a bit with Shuri more than she did back in the day just because, you know, of mm-hmm. the ongoing storyline. But I definitely think that will be the bigger storyline is just that, uh, you know, Shuri and Utami just are beating the shit by each other, and it's like, oh yeah, Lady C is also there, and then she eventually gets the takes the pin. That's fair. Uh, the next match on the show is a Julia versus Saki Kashima. Um, I'm interested to see how that one shakes up, because I feel like Saki could easily revival Julia. Um, they will wrestle each other in the GP, so I feel like Saki rolling up Julia would give some heat to their match, uh, especially since Saki was indeed the first person in stardom to get any sort of win over Julia. So, you know, showing that she kind of has Julia's number would be a a nice way to advance their story. So I hope this one doesn't go to a draw. Like, there's an easy story there with with Saki and Julia. Um, I'm just not sure if they will play into it or if they will go the easy route and just do a draw. Yeah, I'm really hoping that Saki just revives her, bro. Gives her gives her a little bit of revival. Like she's beaten, like you said, she she was the first person to beat Julia. It's not like it uh, similar to Micah beating Momo. It's like it's a very you know non-threatening win for somebody who's supposed to be maybe like less than or equal to somebody else. Um, just have her fucking pin her with the arrival. It's very simple. Unfortunately, I imagine it goes to a draw. And uh, the only person that I want to see in a 15-minute draw less than Saki Kashima is probably Mina Shirakawa and Unagi Sayaka. So, so yeah, not fun. And probably fourth is Julia, because uh, <laughs> so not so if if either of of these two singles matches goes to a draw, yeah, pain. That's that's what I'm trying to say. It's pain. Okay, that's fair. I don't think that goes to a draw. Um, I think this next match probably will. It's uh, Mayu Utani and Kagama against Tam Nakano and Unagi Sayaka. Uh, I feel like Tam and Unagi are a future goddess title-winning pairing, so I could see them getting a draw against Mayu and Kagama here. Let me think. I don't know. I don't know about that one. I feel like... I feel like Mayu beating Unagi um, would sort of, like advance the story of her getting closer to beating Tam but not being able to yet um like pinning mm-hmm. Tam um and 
Oh wait, they're not even the fucking same block. Fuck, this fucks up my entire like thinking. Whatever. Um, <laughs> this fucking five star man. Because I was thinking, it's like, oh yeah, like eventually my my is gonna pin Tam, but it's like uh, when, like you know, like uh, um, but I think that that I would prefer it if. But then again, they do need to build more tag teams. So mm-hmm. Tam and Unagi, or Tam and Mina. Definitely could use a couple tag wins to, you know, build that up towards a title challenge. Even if they don't win them anytime soon, they could definitely use the the added duos um with notoriety. So probably a draw. I think a draw is a good move. I do too. Um, you know what? I just realized Tom and Unagi are gonna wrestle in the, in the GP. Will That's... you be watching? I don't know. Fair like, enough. I, feel well, like, it, I feel like that could depends. be weirdly good. I feel yeah, like that's, really that's what I'm thinking. Pick ass. Yeah. Depends on what Tam is doing in the five star. Because Tam in tournaments is usually really good, but sometimes it just isn't. But usually she shines brightest in tournaments. So if I so if this is like the fourth match for Tam, or you know, if it's not the first match, I will either yes be watching it because Tam's been, you know, delivering or has been, you know, putting in a definite effort, or I will not be watching it because um Tam low effort against uh Unagi sounds like hell. <laughs> Fair enough. Um the main event of the show anyway is uh the Queen's Quest team of Momo Watanabe, Azumi and Saikamatani against the Awaita Tai team of Konami, Starlight Kid and Raka. Um generally no idea who wins here. No real clue of what storylines could be advanced. This is just going to be one of those work rate main events to, you know, make people justify their ticket purchase. I guess. I think Queen's Quest could use a a main event win, one of these days. Yeah, you would think like so. like not like like I like I don't know. I just haven't seen them close the show in a while. Like outside of like Utami, you know, or Saya winning a singles match. Like it's it's. I think that them as a unit should be not built up again, but just, like, should have a win. You know what I mean? I think that would probably be smarter, and I feel like Oedotai can take a loss, um, as we saw at Yokohama when Azumi simply pinned Ruaka. Uh, yeah, I think Queen's Quest wins here. That's fair, yeah. Um, you make a good point about them needing to end a show. Based on just a quick look through... Yeah, result page of Stardom's uh, website where they usually usually the picture they put on the show is the the main event winner. Um, the last time a Queen's Quest member, um, other than Utami on her own, closed a show was uh, Utami and Saya on May twenty third, and the only time yeah. before that was on April eighteenth when Momo, Azumi, and Saya uh, closed a Matsumoto show. So I I kind of see where you're going there. Yeah, it's it, like, and it, you know, obviously I'm a Queen's Quest guy through and through, but like, I, I felt the same way with Oedo Tai when they were having that losing streak. I was like, they need to win a main event one of these days. Same with Stars, same with basically everybody. Is that it's like once they get into like this lull of like not winning main events, it's like give them give them a main event. It doesn't really matter that much. Just you know, let them say bye to the Queens and leave. Like it's not that it's not that big of a deal. So I think this is probably where they do that. Yeah, that that makes sense. Um, that's our show, though. Uh, that's the only stuff we have to preview. Um, things are going to get a bit crazy because the stardom schedule gets a bit wild. Uh, they are running sh- a show on the 17th and 18th, but there are 
Stardom wrestlers competing in Marvelous on the 19th, and then Stardom is back again on the 21st and 22nd. Um, and then the 24th and 25th. So, Oh my god. Things are going to get insane. wild um, as far as recording goes, um, but we're going to try and, and make the most of it and watch as much as we can and keep up with as many stories as possible. But um, that might not That's, be very easy. So in 10 days... Like, in 10 days, like, for over a 10-day span, Azumi, for example, is probably going to wrestle seven of those 10 days. Can I count? I think, I, yeah, I think I, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. there's seven, fucking, seven and then, and then fucking, what, six days later, the five-star starts? Oh, my God. This is They have terrible. a week off before the GP, yeah. Okay, yeah. that's good. But still, like, oh, boy. Yeah, it, it makes planning this show really difficult when Stardom is yeah. like, yeah, we're just going to run like every two days. Um, but, you know, we'll we'll figure it out. Uh, that's why I'm glad that this weekend is very easy. Just two shows, you know, nothing really of importance outside of Unagi getting beat up. But, um, yeah, we'll we'll try and stick with it. We'll hopefully have a special GP episode because there's no way we could fit in talking about the GP and all like seven of these shows. Um, so you know, just stick with us. And yeah, I think that's that's us. Uh, I don't know if you have any closing remarks there, Dylan. Uh, no, I have finished my cookie and I'm about to finish my chocolate milk. Um, I hope you guys enjoyed the show. Um, as always, uh, you know, follow us on Twitter because um, I have a god complex. I don't know if you guys knew about this. Um, and yeah, uh, uh, Dave Meltzer likes me more than Alex. <laughs> Ain't that cool? That means that most of you cool kids don't like me anymore. So that's unfortunate, but who cares? <laughs> Dave Meltzer fears my big Joshi brain. Okay, he knows <laughs> Chigu- he knows Chigusa but I know Jackie Sato. Okay. He's, yeah. a, he's afraid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I suppose with that, we'll close the show. If you want to stand, you may stand. If you want to sit, you may sit. Believe today, shine tomorrow. You decide what you believe in. Ijo. Ijo. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a world. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary, void, or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. 